This following episode contains spoilers for the film or films being discussed. You have been warned. in the movies we see, the big set pieces, the famous dialogue, the twists, the naked times. But film is an entity made up of hundreds of little moments that either make them special or relegate them to obscurity. We are here to talk about those moments. Welcome to Movie Microscope. Kick it, Movie Microscope. The Blob. Welcome to the latest movie microscope. My name is Mr. Nick Nunziata, and I'm your host alongside Justin Waddell. Justin, how are you? I'm pretty good. Uh, how are you? I'm very good. Very good. So you, uh, we did an episode. We've launched it. We, we, we decided to go ahead of expectations and launch it early. Uh, and one of the things that we did not do is really talk about our background and how we got to this place. Because the last thing I want people to think is that we're new to this game. Because everybody can have a podcast. You don't need to be talented. All you need to do is have a computer. And even then you can get by without. We are not Johnny Come Lately, are we? Well, we, we've done it for a long time, but... 2005, Mud. Been doing this since, since 2005. And it, I'm sure it sounds like it. Mm-hmm. These, these practiced professionals. Yep. Uh, mm. So, yeah, we started uh, a podcast for the website Chud that I used to have a hand in uh, back in 2005 and we did a, a couple you know 100 and change episodes over that duration a couple of classics some dog shit ones according to ourselves a couple of classics but yeah no but it's a movie based podcast when you think about what the world was like in 2005 what the, what a podcast was and how few people were doing it you know it doesn't mean we were the best but there was only like a million back then <laughs> now so now there's way more yeah so here we are again uh, so this is the second movie, Microscope. We are doing the classic from 1988, The Blob. Directed by Chuck Russell, written by Frank Darabont, and starring Kevin Dillon as Brian Flagg, Shawnee Smith as Meg Penny, Donovan Leach as Paul Taylor, you got Jeffrey DeMunn as Sheriff Herb Geller, you got Candy Clark as Fran Hewitt, Joe Seneca is Dr. Meadows, and Paul McCrane is Deputy Bill Briggs. Now, many of you may know Paul McCrane from his work in RoboCop where he survived. <laughs> so, so what, why don't you tell him a little bit about what... The, do you, now, let me ask you this, because this is something we have to kind of talk about the premise of our show real quick, like what we're going to do to the movie. Yeah, okay. We're going to microscope it. Yeah, what so we're going to zoom in. We're going to zoom on in. We're going to zoom in? We're going to zoom on in. Uh, by the way, Paul McCrane, we talked about this a little earlier. Um, Nick was was joking about his um, he de- he doesn't live in RoboCop, but he he's a actor that dies uh, very 
very harsh, hard in a lot of movies. Like Robocop, he gets melted by toxic waste. Yep. And on ER, he uh, he, he lost, first and the first he has an arm, and then a helicopter hits. Him I think that I think he has two helicopter based accidents. And yeah. he dies. He ultimately dies. He ulti- the first time, I think his arm gets cut off. Yeah. I, I'm not sure. And then what else? He was in this. This he has a pretty horrible death. Uh, I think he might have been on X Files as well. Yeah, of course he was. He's he still is he Leonard Betts? He might have been. Well, he, he, he might have been the guy that ate cancer. Remember that? Yeah, character? I think that's Leonard Betts. I could be wrong, but and then um, he he was on Fame. He had a horrific death on Fame, dancing dancing death. Oh wow! Yeah. So that's Paul McCrane, died in Fame. Um. <laughs> So uh, yeah, so the premise of the show is we, we tend to focus on the on the finer moments, the little moments that make a that make a film really special. Um, you know, we don't want to we don't want to do the obvious. You know, so if you're you know if you're doing an, a podcast about aliens, I mean, you're you're, you're not going to talk about go get her, you bitch, come and get me, you bastard. That whole scene. <laughs> wow, or, are you or, reading this from the? <laughs> they do say that or, right. <laughs> Who was that bishop? <laughs> I think it was Ed. I think it was Ed. It was, it was Ed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or if you're talking about like Empire Strikes Back, you know, it's not like the part where he's like, you know, not not like when they're tackling the uh, robots with the rope. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite part. Think, but did you put that spoiler warning up top again? Is yeah. that that's 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 going to be always there, right? Yeah. So last uh, last episode we did one night at McCool's. <laughs> Bad times at, at the, the El Royale, Royale. and yeah. uh, we launched our our voicemail number, which you will be hearing at the end of this podcast. You'll be hearing some some call ins, and you'll be hearing the number for you to call in, hopefully about the blob. Uh, you know, and and there's not there's not always a, a rhyme or reason, be, be, you know, behind how we choose the things. Right now, there's a whole list of things that we have lined up. We have about, I would say, probably 15 podcasts lined up with different guests. So we're going to be inviting uh, the likes of Mr. Uh, Ren Brown, Mr. John McCarowitz, Michael Robinson, Will Mason, Kurt Miller. Uh, Charlie De La Zurica, Andrea Roth, Jason Luna, a bunch of crazy sons. Friends of ours. Friends of ours, Got but some friends, friends who, over. Friends who, yeah. I mean, this is Justin was asking for friends in the last episode, and we pulled the trigger. Got them bitches in here, you know. You know, and some of those names for people that um, used to listen to the Chud podcast will be very familiar. Kurt, Kurt, and Will were guests on mm-hmm. there. Mr. Micah, Micah was. Uh, I don't think Ren ever had a chance. No, but Ren used Johnny to, Mac. Ren used to write for your site. And well, he, actually, Ren did the video podcast, and he did the video podcast yeah. with you. Mm-hmm. So it'll be fun, and 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 we've chosen strategically which films we're going to be talking about with those guys to where we get max value. Some good stuff coming up. Uh, but today, all Chucky movies, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they really, really dig down and deep into the Chucky. Yeah. What's your favorite? Because I, I stopped. Uh, the, I know that there was. Uh, they went at the Bride and to Seed and to Curse, and now they did like a uh, Cloth of Chucky. They did Baptism of Chucky. That's Soylent Chucky. I did like that. Was it Chuck, Chuck and Larry? Is that one of those? Yeah. Yeah. Chucky movies. No, I. You know, I think I stopped watching the Chucky movies after Bride of Chucky, which is real. a great movie. It is a great movie. Who directed it again? Some pretty Ronnie great, you? Yeah. Kind of a great director. And it featured a Monster Magnet song and a Rob Zombie song in it. Oh. Rob Zombie has a connection to The Blob a little bit. Did you hear about this? So we're talking about The Blob today, obviously. Rob Zombie 
Tried um, to remake it? Was going to remake it for, at one point. And I looked today at, there's some pr- like kind of pre-production, you know, like some, I guess, like some stills to flesh it out, some artists. Mm-hmm. Wasn't and, Samuel L. Jackson attached to it with a different director? I don't know. Yeah, don't there was going to be a blob with Samuel L. Jackson, and I forgot which director. This was about another seven or eight years before. Well, Rob Zombie, his idea was that he was going to, there was going to be an alien that would like possess people, turn people into monsters. So he was going to do away, I guess, with the whole blob and call it the blob, but do something different. You know how he does the magic. And yeah, he's yeah. like, let me, let me fuck something up. <laughs> That's basically his, uh, his pitch. This too He's like, what do you need fucked up? I'm here for that. He's going to remake a horror film. So that was a, yeah. So this blob, however, mm-hmm. um, is, it's kind of, I mean, it's not an un, un, uh, unfair comparison to The Thing because they're both remakes of classic sci-fi movies. They're both, in my opinion, better than the source. <clears throat> and they're gory as shit. Yes. And they were both failures. Yes. And, uh, yeah, exactly. They were... Um, they both have super charismatic leading men. They both... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's one of the things, too, is... As much as the thing is now a classic, like it, the thing is like just, it, you know, people talk about that, and uh, the thing is like just one of the great, one of the greats, uh, one of the great horror films, one of the great. Um, the Blob isn't discussed in the same vein, but it's not. It's it, but people I think it do more love than it but gets. People do still, they do love it. It's it's grown. The the, the appreciation of it has grown over the years. Um, and I remember when it it came out, like I was telling Nick, I remember. Um, I because we're old. I remember Siskel and Ebert talking about the Blob and and Ebert saying complimentary things about it. So you saw it in the theater, right? I don't. I think I might. I can't remember if I did or not. I think I did. Did you? Yeah. Oh my God, we saw it several times. Me and Brian. Did you? Did you? You didn't really know anything about it because the title's so strange. You like what's well, this one? Gonna Fangoria be about? had been blowing it for. <laughs> decades it seemed like there were they just showing like the oh my god yeah there was that one cover there was a cover issue of fangoria uh-huh. where it had the guy the character with a like like stretched yeah, out the, like in the scream mm-hmm. mask face thing the and, uh and the, he, he doesn't i think he was the dishwasher wait no it's the it's the it's the it's the psycho death i think the janet lee death in this there's kind of a janet lee death okay. in this um do you do you not agree i i will talk about it oh, okay no, so I mean, just uh, before we go into the the finer moments, um, I really like this movie. I think it's it's aged very well. Mm-hmm. Even the schlocky, some of the the you know the bad you know bad matting of some right. of the old uh, special effects is charming in a way, and it's it's not a toothless horror movie. No, it's a it has an agenda. It's a brutal horror film. It's funny. Um, it's got great performances in it, I think, um, and the effects are great for the most part. Like yep. you said, like the practical effects are uniformly great. They're th- the effects are like mind blowing in a way to me. Like I, some of that stuff is just so gross. Like yeah, it's it's good gross. Yeah, good gross. And uh, and it's also it's I think it was a precursor to the Frank Darabont we'd see in the Mist. Yes, you, I mean you have the town, you have the dread, you have um, unexpected sources of of torment. I mean it's. It's obviously not as dense and special as the mist, but it's solid. But but um, that's the one thing I was reminded of about this movie is how much of a hand Darabont had in it. I kind of forgot. I knew it was like a Chuck Russell film, the guy that did uh, Eraser. 
Yeah, but he did a classic. He did. He did Nightmare on Street Three. He did a classic though, Travolta's "I Am Wrath" that came out last year. <laughs> you did not see it. I, I have. I have. It's actually the Blob actually appears in that as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, I didn't know Darabont. It just feels like when you watch it, it feels like a Darabont joint in a way. Don't you? It think? does. It yeah. does. And, I mean, you know, and, and, and I'll tell you, we'll get into that. And shows up, and that's Dem- he's got. He's got, yeah, it's, it's a definitely, and there's somebody else that he's worked with that's in that, in the movie. I forgot who it is. Jeffrey DeMond and maybe one other person. Um, Oh, uh, that goofy-looking dude who plays the projectionist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, But, you know, the, the Darabont, I wonder, because he had to be young, he had to be super young on this. Like, how old do you think he was? Because he's probably maybe 60 now. I'd say he's in his 30s when he late Maybe 20s or not 30s. even 30. I bet, yeah, because he'd already done the woman in the room. I think at this point, and Shawshank wasn't far back. 88. Shawshank had to be 91, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I I don't think it was that. I think he was. There's well, a lot of Stephen King references in this movie yeah. too, which I, nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. Nothing wrong with that little guy. Um, well, how do you feel about the original Blob? I have not seen it for such a long time. But I don't, you know, the, the one thing I do remember is that movie's um, kind of quaint, compared obviously compared to this because it was in the fifties, right? But I, I don't think I really remember that. Is it is it is the the blob like covering the the theater? Isn't that like a, or the diner? Which okay. what is it? Uh, yeah, it was theater. Yeah. Okay, so no, he didn't do Shawshank until uh, ninety four. But dig this: Woman in the Room was eighty three. Yeah, Nightmare on Elm Street. I didn't know he 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 worked on Dream Warriors too. He he, he did. That's yeah. where him and Russell. Yeah, so eighty seven. Yeah. Then they did the blob, and then the fly. I forgot he wrote on the fly. I, I didn't. I forgot to talk about. I mean, Darabont. I mean, we love him. We we talk about him a lot. But I don't. I think he and he kind of disappeared after that whole Walking Dead. He thing. Deserves, he deserves more love. He's Maybe he's be, hard to work with or something. Oh, he. I, I've heard he is hard to work with. But I yeah. tell you, he was the sweetest man in the world. I went to a screenwriting conference and he was one of the people. And he was the sweetest guy in the was world. He nice. Yeah. He also wrote another. I mean, he's Jesus. Mary Shelley's Frankenstein. Um, Classic. Yeah. No. Is that the one with the narrow? Oh yeah. Yeah. No, so yeah, I mean this. I think Darabont. I mean, I think he was he was already on his way at that point. He was born in '59, so he's not a youth. I mean, he launched. This is the thing: is he launched? He really did launch The Walking Dead, and that that was a very successful. Uh, that's a hugely successful TV series, and he was he's the one that got that started before they fired before they fired him. Yeah, but um, that the firing went well. I mean, there was no fallout. No, I think they're still in legal battle, right? I think he still is trying to get more money. But is his name still on it? I'm not sure. I don't remember because I don't watch that piece of dog shit. Um, so Damon. Damon was on there for yeah, a minute. So was everyone he's ever worked with, it seems like. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, the original, I mean, obviously it's a classic McQueen movie. It's fun. It's, you know, it's a... It's motorcycle. That, There's a motorcycle in it, It's right? that perfect... Yeah. It's that perfect... Uh, Blob rides a motorcycle th- on the that first e- one. <laughs> perfect era of, of the of the... Looming science fiction threat. Well, okay, so let me say this: the Blob is a very like the Blob is a monster, right? Is it? That's a identifiable monster, mm-hmm. but it's never really. I mean, it's not one of the great monsters, but it is a pretty great monster, right? I mean, in this movie, you're like, that's a pretty fucking gross, great monster. Yeah, doesn't get it's he he. Yeah, it's yeah. a he. I think right. Yeah. Uh, doesn't get his due or her due or its due. Uh, among that kind it, of, it's it identifies as they. <laughs> if you do like a like van, line of vampires, werewolf, I think you could put like gremlins, any monster almost above the blob. The blob does not get 
A lot of fanfare. Yeah, not a lot of costumes at Halloween. <laughs> a lot of cosplay at Dragon Con before they put their costume on. Well, no, that's not nice. Now, let me ask you this. I never saw the stuff. <laughs> stuff solid. Is the stuff a, a variation on the blob? It's a, a super cheap, super cheap version. Uh, and it's yogurt, so it's not the blob. But yeah, it's yeah, it's it's a it's a much more strimmed stripped down. That blob. movie terrified me when I was a kid. Garrett Morris in the house. I ha- I hated the. There's like a poster that shows the guy a blob like the disintegrating from the inside out or something. I, yeah, the stuff. There's a line up. in that movie though. Oh my god, I forgot. Uh, Michael Moriarty says it if I remember correctly. It's a priceless line of dialogue. Yeah. Um. So did you see the original blog? You said you saw it when you were a youth. I did. I've seen it before. I just haven't seen it for a long time. Well, it's a mistake that you've made. You like the original. Yeah, man. It's one of my... And I remember I had the criteria. I know that my dad was a big fan of that movie. I think he oversold it. Uh, did he? When I was a kid, like, this movie's going to change your shit. And it, you know, it didn't. So... It does change some people's shit in the remake. <laughs> so, let's talk about... Let's talk about the real shit now. Well... You said Steve McQueen was in the original. I know just reading some trivia on this movie that they were they were trying to cast his son, I, I guess, as the Kevin Dillon, Dillon character, and he said he said no, because mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> I guess he's also like Jason Patrick. They just turned down a lot of projects, but he said he wouldn't do movies attached to his dad. That was his. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. His his uh, his uh, talent speaks for itself. So that the line in this stuff is. Uh, the stuff is a killer yogurt. Yeah. And, uh, you know, you don't want, if you eat it, shit happens to you. Right. That's the plot. It's actually the script. And um, there's a scene where a kid pretends to eat the stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and he lives. And he's conf- and he confides in, in with um, the legendary Michael Moriarty that he, he had switched it with shaving cream. And, and Moriarty's line was, well, everyone has to eat shaving cream once in a while. And he says it so matter-of-factly, and it's just delightful. It's a delightful moment. So you actually really love it? Um, I know that my friend and I used to watch that movie when we were kids a lot, and that was one of the lines that we... The small moment you like. Yeah, exactly. Stuff. We were microscoping back then. Yeah. If you, if you saw us with below the belt. Um, all right, so let's start talking about these little moments about this blob. Yeah, took um, some notes. Yeah, we, Justin took notes. I took notes this time. Uh, let, let's, let's hear your first bullet point. What you got? Um, I can't read my handwriting. No. Uh, one of the things that I liked and I mentioned to you um, about this is there was there is a thin connection to me because obviously just super gross. This movie is really gross. Mm-hmm. The thing is gross. Um, but just the way they reveal the title, it seems like a very cheap version of like the thing title reveal. So there must have been a little bit of a, a love for the thing, at least in, in their brains when they were making this film. Don't you think so? I, I, I would bet. say that the thing comes from outer space, too. It, it's, it feels like very thingish. Yeah. It owes some to Carpenter, I guess. And so I guess maybe Darabont and, and Russell, you know, Darabont obviously loves King. Maybe they had a little, you know, or the I uh, be Carpenter surprised. on their sleeves a little bit. Um, do you, and then um, I'm going to I'm gonna bring something here. I didn't really bring anything. Um <laughs> I will, I, I will say something that I think is funny. You go ahead first. No, let's... let's, let's so let's. W- one thing I did notice, and I had kind of forgotten, they really start hitting early on during the credits. They they start bringing up the snow stuff. Like, this is a snow town. You know, things are on sale that's like... that that are that 
I forgot why that was important. And they do several things in the movie. Oh, yeah. To justify the ending of the film, to remind you, well, this is a snow town. And they do really kind of funny things. Like, there's, there's like stuff that just kind of throwaways, just to kind of, hey, we didn't cheat at the end. You know, this is a snow town. Yeah. But they don't ever, it doesn't not, doesn't look like a snow town. It looks like they're shooting it, obviously, in California, you know, during they, they May. Didn't, they didn't, though. They, Where did they shoot it? I forgot, but it, they shot it in a town with a very similar name to the town it's named in the movie. And it was a ski town. It was so, a ski town. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, they got, you know, Mr. Dillon has to uh, repair the snow truck. Exactly. And it, well, there, so there's a scene in it where the, he goes to Dillon, you know, after Kevin Dillon's character. Mr. Dillon. Mr. Dillon. Uh, Flag. Show, Brian, your, show Brian, your respect. Brian Flag is introduced. He goes to, remember, he has to fix his bike and he goes to his buddy's mechanic yeah. shop. Well, he works there. Yeah, he works there. Well, he. Sometimes, you know, because he can't, he doesn't have a nine to well, five. Well, no, he's a, he's a, he's a young punk. He's yeah. got a, he's, he doesn't have He time works for the when man. he wants to, you know, yeah. and, and he's just naturally skilled. But um, there's a guy there working on, he's working on snowmobiles. And he says to him that you're not going to need a motorcycle. You're going to uh, need a snow ski machine. Snow, so, and, and Killen, uh, Killen, Dylan says, <laughs> it's barely piss snow. You know, basically, basically what they're, what they're saying is, it's been there's no snow here. You know, this is a this is a dried up tourist town. There's yeah. no snow. We're fucked. Um but even he even gets like the the guy at the mechanic shop even gets like cold cokes out of like this snowmaker. You know, they they kind of like highlight how they're going to kill yeah. the blob right there. It just it just it, it cracks me up. Cuz it really is. There's nothing in the movie other than those little tiny moments that they would ever tell you it was a snow Yeah, well, and I love it, too, because there is, you know, you think about this creature and the, what, what they let it do as far as how flexible its motives are mm-hmm. and its methods. Uh, you're, it's going to be hard to kill that prick, you know? Um, so I'm glad that they, they set it up in this situation or, or the blob would have taken everyone Well, the over. blob, his one mistake was he, he landed, she, he, it, landed in and a place thing. where they can actually manufacture snow. Yeah. Yeah. That's a big loss. He's like, it. and he, they do have, I like the line at the end when they're about to kill him with the snow machine. And he says, oops. Yeah. Cause oh, yeah. Oh, oops. You have a snow machine. Yeah. I like how the blob gets irritated when you shoot it. I hope you keep calling it the blog. Do you call it the blog all the time? No. <laughs> That's how they should remake it. They should call it the blog. Yeah. But it, it hates getting shot. It doesn't like it. It doesn't like getting shot. The blob. It does look like it does look like it's cute. It gets mad. Like yeah, it's like, don't you see a little bullet. Me. It's like oh shit. Let me let me divert my attention to this thing that's shooting me. You think it wouldn't care? You think it certainly wouldn't care about? Yeah. That. I mean, its whole job is to absorb. I know. Well, maybe it doesn't like metal. It loves metal. It does. Yeah. Do you see the, the cassette player it had? <laughs> it's all Judas Priest and shit. Um, the blob shows up about twelve minutes into the movie. Does as a in, as medi- a, in meteorite form. Yeah. So as we discover with uh, with the old gentleman in the woods with his dog that the the, the meteor lands, there's some Uzi comes. To, what? <laughs> it's a and, and uh, there's some uh, some pink. It's pink. It's a viscous. How do you feel about that? Because this is interesting. The color is everything in this movie. It is, yeah. And and so in the black and white original blob, it's red, reddish black. So, but it wasn't. It didn't. Wasn't pink. So maybe we keep calling the blob a boy. A, a boy, but maybe. Yeah, it's a baby, a baby pink. But you know, I think that that's a pretty gross color for a monster, by the way. But I, it was so instrumental in the, like the marketing of the movie. That whole pink yeah. was so fantastic. I know. Was the video the VHS pink? It wasn't successful enough to warrant that, was it? 
Because, you know, that was like one of the big badges, you know? Ghost, when it came out, had a white VHS. Red October really? had a red VHS. I don't remember this, yeah. Yeah, there was this phenomenon when a, when a movie was sort of a notorious or a big th- a big deal, uh, they would do a the colored D- uh, VHS tape of it. Right. I remember Red October, I, I paid $80 for that movie. Yeah. Because back then... a normal price. Yeah, it's, back then, you, you had to pay like full retail for those movies. You still got it? I don't. You want to watch uh, it? Uh, I, I have the Blu-ray and the digital it worth, copy. It might be worth some money. one of the great movies ever. I have the Little Mermaid with the penis still, though. Oh, okay. They didn't? No, I mean the clamshell with the have, penis. Have they updated? No, now it's a vagina and a dick. <laughs> okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, so I remember Ghost came out, it was white. Yeah. And there was something that was green. But I don't think the blob was successful. That would have been nice to have a Gremlins, paint. maybe, or something? No. Or Ghostbusters? Uh, pink is an odd choice. It's, it's like, it, but it really is like you're right. The marketing of this movie was all pink, and and the marketing of the movie is gross. Remember, they didn't. Well, I mean, the the main image was that guy in a gelatinous murder scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, hanging there's the guy hanging from the ceiling. That's kind of the main thing. And then there's a, but the stills from it, they're always showing the guy, the the, the kid that dies in the hospital. Um, uh, what's his face? Donovan. Uh, don't. I'm sorry. What? We're not there yet. No, I'm just kidding. You want to go later? Um, <clears throat> he didn't do it. Uh, yeah, so it's great. I mean, yeah. so you know, I think in, in in today's day and age, you'd probably have had that happen before the credits. The first thing you'd see is that meteorite kicking ass. Yeah. Oh, they they waste some time. They have to establish that they're you know who Shawnee Smith is, the the, the the heroine of the film. That she's in, she's a cheerleader. She's she's you know cheering on the football player who's supposed to be the hero of the film. Yeah. And then Donovan they, Leach. Donovan Leach, and they cut in. Uh, with Kevin Dillon unsuccessfully. And isn't he the son of the music guy? Le- the singer Donovan? Donovan Leach is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, so, not the blob. Not the blob. But uh, and then they cut in, they cut away to Kevin Dillon who's trying to perform a uh, a bridge jump, like smoking cigarettes in a leather jacket with crazy hair and he's going to do a, he's going to jump a broken bridge with his motorcycle. For no, yeah, for, and it's funny. And he wipes out. Yeah, he wipes yeah. out. Um, but I thought, for some reason, I thought that in my memory of this movie, the old man steps out just as he's about to jump and, no, he's, and he's forced to wipe out. No. But his, his bike fucks up. Yeah, his bike fucks up. It, it, it's, and it, the old man, like, doesn't he, like, cheer him on or clap yeah, or something? Yeah, and, and then he steals his, uh, empty, his empty can. Yeah. Um, for, for, you know, because he cl- he's a... The old man actually was able to get in a pretty good performance before he uh, gets dispatched, I think. Mm-hmm. He gets some cute moments. He has a dog that's cute. The best moments, though, are Kevin Bacon, Kevin Dillon talking to him. Hey, old dude. Like, he's so cute. Like, he's so cute with that man. Everything, because yeah, he likes him. Yeah, because every, everything, and everybody in this town hates Kevin Dillon's and he's, character. And he's probably the nicest. Like, he ends up being one of the nicest. Yeah, well, he's like the hero, but they, they all think he's just this worthless piece of shit. And he I mean, obviously looks like a worthless piece of shit, because his hair looks Rambo-esque. He's, like he's, got, he's got a crazy... I don't even call. Can you call him a mullet? It's, it's oh, it's a, it's a curly mullet. Yes, yeah, it's, it's huge. And um, and I think we can discuss a little later. Who do you think makes a worse? Is it is it Dylan or is it Shiny Smith? I mean, their hair. It's it, there's some bad hair choices happening in this. There film. are, but I have to. I mean, I am. I'm the Blob. What about the Blob's hair choice? I'm very proud of those two leading actors in this movie. They're great. They are great. Yeah, I think Shiny Smith is fantastic. She's great, but Kevin Dillon is great in that movie. He's he he's pretty great, but he's got some awkward lines to deliver. He does a pretty good job, but sometimes it. But I buy him. I buy him because yeah. you know he's a very strange leading man in this. I he think. is, but I, that guy. I think we were talking about this in the car. Like he is. He has exceeded, uh, 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 like, his. he's definitely hit outside his weight class in right. terms of, 
or punched outside his weight class in this case. Um, He's a young, young, very young, pre Johnny drama Kevin Dillon and pre baby. Escape, pre everything, but pre platoon, uh, post platoon. Isn't that that new musician post platoon? Was it wait? He would he would did platoon before the blob. I guess yeah. that's how he got platoon it. Platoon was eighty six. I think was it eighty four? Yeah, they they saw Platoon and said, "Oh, he's a good guy." Um, <laughs> played Bunny in that movie. Um, I but, he was on it. Okay, so yeah, so and then one of my favorite character actors, Art Lafleur, is in the movie. I know, and he plays Shawnee uh, Smith's dad. Yeah, they they use him as a punchline. Yes, they do. Yes, although he's you know the funny thing is is he actually over the course of the film you see him a couple more times. He's not doing exactly the generic thing you would expect from that role. Right, right. But uh, he plays a pharmacist. Uh, who they got a condom joke. There's a condom joke in it. Um, and so there's two friends, Donovan Leach and the other guy, who actually is good. The guy's good, too. I mean, he's actor. over the top, but he's, yeah. But he's great. He's funny. Um, he's buying condoms, and he pretends that he's buying them for Donovan Leach because he's embarrassed. And then, of course, then Donovan Leach later shows up to pick up Shia Smith, and her dad is the first. I would almost say that's not a little moment. I would say that's a big moment. It's just a joke. It's like a but big, I think that's, his, that's, a, that's almost a kill. That's almost to equal a kill. Well, I'm talking about kills too. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I just forget. You know, it's funny because this movie comes on a lot on TV, and I always watch it when it's on. And it's just, it's just nice to like I watch the whole thing all the way through again because I, I usually just come in at the end and watch. The uh, end's not as good as the, the no. The middle. whole the whole setup is great. Yeah. yeah. In I mean, fact, the, the best fact, kills are in the middle of the movie. The, well, the no, the best kills are at the. I'd say. At the, well, I don't know because they're the it gets almost less gross as it goes on. I think. Doesn't yeah, but, well, I would say from from Leech Hit. to the to the, about the hour mark is where the best kills are. So that's what I was saying. Like the the whole the whole one of the things we talk about small moments that I like is that when the homeless man, I guess he's homeless, goes to investigate. He is the by me- the end of the film. <laughs> goes to investigate the meteorite and stick like gets a, puts a stick into the pink. You uh, know what I'm talking to, about uh, <laughs> the pink stuff, and it and it gets on his hand. Yeah. And he, for for a minute before that happens, he has the blob on a stick, and yeah. it is the cutest little yeah. like the blob is at its cutest. At yeah, that moment. definitely, it's pr- it's definitely mugging for the camera. And it could have turned into like almost a Mac and Me situation, yeah. right? Yeah. Where there was a version of this movie where the blob is not a villain yeah. and not disintegrating people's faces. Yeah, um, where it could have been like a pet. Yeah, to the, you know. Yeah, and and I'm not convinced it isn't. <laughs> Did you watch the whole film? Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah, uh, and then I mean, and the thing you know what's funny is it's it's not it's the blob easy. actually not the thing. I I say it, it probably was not easy for them to figure out what the the texture of this thing was going to be like, because in the in the original it's like Jello, it's you know, and there's a funny little Jello transition in the movie. Um, do you remember that the dinner scene? Oh yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. to the kids. Yeah, and that's got a funny line in that scene. Mm. Do you remember the line that the yeah. mom says to the kid when he's eating? No. I just watched it last night. How can you expect? Kevin, it? don't eat with your face. Is that what that's I, that's the introductory line to that scene? Okay. He, they cut from the blob to a kid eating Jello, and the mother says, "Kevin, don't eat with your." No, face. his friend in it is his, he, Kevin's is, is Shawnee Smith's brother. Right? Yes. How does the friend do later? He's all right. Did he? He heals. They kill, they kill um, but no. So seriously, though, like if you think about it, when you're building a, I mean, this is a pretty decent budget movie, mm-hmm. and the villain is Blob. Yes. It's like it's. The, what they came up with was really interesting, like the the texture of it, the look of it, of the, monster? the way it moved. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that was not a, that's not an easy feat. I it's mean, not. Yeah. The original did have look like dog shit jelly. The effects are 
pretty great. The, the, obviously, the look of the creature is great. Um, I like they do like those little jokes that they have. Like the cutaway to the jello is funny. They have a scene in the diner later where um, Kevin Dillon and Shine Smith retreat from the blob into a freezer, right? Yeah. And when they come out, he's trying to like he's holding oh, yeah. something and he hits a can, like he hits a can, and he makes a joke. But he has to explain to the audience that it's like, oh, I just struck a can of jelly. Remember, like he, yeah. Like he but, thought the can of jelly was the blob for some reason, but it's in the can. So, but they were just they're doing these little cute moments like that that they're yeah. trying to equate. I guess the only thing you can equate to with a blob is jelly, right? So uh-huh. there's a lot of jelly jokes. Yeah, yeah, not a lot, really. Two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the blob, though, he's fucking great. He's all, he's okay. Um, is he your favorite character in the film? Who's your favorite character? Kevin Dillon. Really? Kevin Dillon. Yeah. Well, that's I brought up Jan, Jan, Janet Lee earlier. That Janet Lee death and Psycho, because I think they kind of set up Donovan Leach obviously right. to be the hero, and he gets <laughs> destroyed. Like so, he, he so the blob. It's not are, the best kill though. It's close. And we're going to disagree about what the best kill is. Well, the I don't know because the will. best kill isn't graphic. Anyway, go ahead. So. Um, he, you know, in the movie, the Don Lee, so they take the homeless man who's at this point. Has, Everybody, yeah. Everybody's right. good. Everybody does good things in this movie. Yeah, that's the thing is this movie kills very nice, sweet characters. Yeah. And that's and it, it, it kind of sets up this really uneasy feeling while you're watching the whole film because there are villainous characters introduced and they're dispatched just as quickly as just as the nice people. And the night there's the whole town is full of sweethearts. Um but I think that's it, yeah, like anyway. So when Donovan Leach dies, who you know he's on his uh, date with Shine Smith, they're obviously it's like the first date. They they have crushes on each other. Um, he he kind of rushes in to call the police, right? About because the homeless man is like disintegrated. Um, it happens, and then he gets consumed. <laughs> he gets consumed. He gets, oh, it, it lands on him. It lands on him, and, and then Shawnee shows up, and yeah. he's not enjoying the moment no and it's super gross Do you he's, think she'd get trauma from seeing that his skin's getting stretched off and disintegrated and he's off reaching himself. out so good and then she faints she falls in that's kind of lame that she faints but i guess i i can I, i'd probably faint too but it would put her in jeopardy you don't faint near the blob you no know what I'm saying? it's like one of the golden rules yeah don't trip into the blob. She got lucky. She she hit like a jackpot there that she did not get eaten as well. But oh, she, there's a lot of opportunities for the blob to taste her, and it did not <laughs> taste her hair at one point. Does it? Yeah, through this through the manhole cover, it grabs her grabs her hair. <laughs> That's right. It's a sweet move, actually. Uh, it's like an evil Ed esque thing. Uh, it keeps almost tasting her. Remember when Evil Ed chews hair in Evil Dead Two? He chews it. Yes. That's that's his special attack. It's a great hair joke. Um. Oh, and I will say this. Uh, oh, I wrote down this about the about the. I thought this was a very cute moment when before the ho- homeless man is 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 done. Like as soon as the blob attaches himself to his hand, it's over for him. Uh, before that, they they cut they cut into him doing some recycling. He has a frying pan tied to his foot, and he's stepping on the cans to smash them to recycle. Yeah, and I always thought that would be nice. Like that's a nice like touch that tied to any. And before he runs off to chase the meteorite, he actually unties his frying pan foot. Yeah, the, which yeah. I was like, they should have kept that on. That'd been kind of a neat mm-hmm. blob on he the hand. He calls them his cooking shoes. <laughs> blob on the hand and a frying pan on the foot. It's kind of like the same as um, Lady in the Streets. I don't know what I'm talking about. Okay, go ahead. 
right? Lady in the streets. Um, <laughs> something the streets. Here's something that bothered the shit out of me. This is something that happens during that sequence. The what sequence? Around the 15-minute mark. When when Mr. Homeless has gotten his shit handed to okay, him. Okay, and that, that he's, meteor. He's in the forest. Okay, yeah. They had that prototypical shot of him crawling around in the forest with massive amounts of light coming from behind a tree. Yeah. And it's just it takes me out of movies. They do all that. The time. They do that a lot in this movie. There's always a light yeah. source coming. There's just and it's overt. And that's how they introduce the military aspect of this film. It's they're in the forest and you think it's going to be a blob encounter and it's and it's like I actually also, think it's going to be a spaceship. You think so? Yeah, yeah. Because I mean, it, it, the like, sound effects, the light design, all it's that. It's an shit. ET thing, right? Isn't ET kind of do that with yeah. the lights in the forest? Yeah. Yeah. Entertain, uh, entertainment tonight. Yeah. Mm. Um, another funny thing, <laughs> you know what? You're, you know where the number one spot and time of day to repair a motorcycle is the middle of the woods at night <laughs> he does a lot he's always he like, is repairing his motorcycle in the middle of the woods at night that's do, convenient do you think he pushes or rides the motorcycle more he's always seeming to be pushing it you know like yeah but he knows his way around driving shit do you think kevin Dillon's a little afraid to get on that because at some point he did all of his own stunts how do you know it doesn't look like it because they couldn't repeat the hair on somebody else. They yeah, couldn't exactly. take the hair. He is in the forest repairing a motorcycle in the middle of the night when the homeless guy shows up. That is super convenient. What did you think of... So the, one of the deaths in the movie is uh, the car death, which is like the uh, Eric Oleniak and the, the friend, the football friend, whatever his name is. Yeah, so let's talk about the blob first of all. Okay. The blob will take... A vo- it, it, sometimes it'll... Just show up, and it'll be a blob in front of you. Uh-huh. Sometimes it'll sneak around. Like, the blob sometimes plays jokes on you a little bit. It does seem to have, like, a, it's very malicious. It does. It, it's, yeah. it's sort of like likes you to feel like you're about to rock something, and, like, you know, like whether it be a sink cleaning or whether it be a breast touching. There's always, the, the blob likes to throw a monkey wrench into shit. Yeah. Uh-huh. And so the scene you're talking about showcases blob right. in a situation where maybe it's being a little playful. Well, he, so he just left the hospital. He just ate Donovan Leach. And a wide variety of other other things. Well, yeah, but he just so then he's a, the there's a scene the makeout scene in the car and the and the and the guy gets out to go to his trunk and there's which I thought was cute in the trunk there's this whole mini bar that he had set up just whole and so then you know there as he's doing that he leaves the door open and the blob gets in and and then that that's when he kind of hides so you can tell you can talk about this but he, you're saying that he hi, he hides this time well i mean there's this whole sequence it's, yeah. it's a monologue really cuz right. Erica Laniac says nothing during this sequence Mm-mm. well he she does talk before he leaves the car but after that she's busy she's done yeah yeah but there's this whole like monologue where he's slowly trying to get a feel cop a feel you know he's talking about the drink he's unbuttoning he well talks. she's asleep and he's like taking advantage is of she her. asleep that's oh no she's not asleep he thinks she's asleep <laughs> starts unbuttoning her shirt um and uh he, and pay, he pays a hefty price yeah i mean so like if you were to look at the cv for the blob it's a very woke movie then yeah i guess in a way yeah if yeah. if the blob were to show up at your office and with mm-hmm. his cv to say here's some of my my characteristics mm-hmm. um you know like flies around space uh eats men uh-huh. travels at high rates of speed can fit in small places impersonates tits well, so he so he reaches in there, and then that the blob is obviously has, I guess, he's the, in there. He's in there. Yeah, the blob's in her basically. Yeah, it's pretty gross. She's blob filled. She's blob filled, like just like an under siege. Um, and then he gets so he sticks his hand into her titties, and it gets painful for him, and then her face collapses. It's, well, what I thought was cute was her face collapses, 
and he's looking and, and he's and, and you know things, he's still horny well the things start coming out of the face to grab him and he goes and he goes he's like he's like vicky no he's like still calling her vicky <laughs> <laughs> he still thinks that's that that's maybe like something she does she can reason with this yeah vicky he, well i mean keep in mind he didn't know a blob could exist at that no point. he doesn't he didn't have time then he was positive one exists. that's a terrifying thing by the way to get consumed that's a that's why that monster is so terrifying. You don't want to get, and that's the thing is, you, once you touch it, you can't get away. I think what's terrifying about it is that it doesn't have a face, and, and then no hair. It does it has a lot of faces at certain points. <laughs> it does have some faces. What is it? I, I don't know how it works. I guess Joe Seneca could have told us if we last longer. Um, yeah, so that's 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 read, special. And of course, read notes. Of course, Mr. Dylan, yes, is suspect number one. Because who else would do those kind of things? Well, he's the toughest dude in town. He's a troublemaker. Of course he's impersonating. He's a juvenile delinquent. And, Classic and case. Dissolving homeless halves. He's wearing a leather jacket. His hair isn't cut. He's he doesn't he doesn't he bucks authority. Smokes cigarettes. Smokes cigarette cigarettes, um doesn't return movies, doesn't rewind movies when he does. And then um all of a sudden there's a disintegrated, like the most disgustingly disintegrated half homeless man. Yeah, and by the way, it's Kevin Dillon. The doctor's the doctor's walking into the room. Is this the is this the arm injury? And there's half a man there. Is this the hand injury? Dissolved man. And you know there is a there is a mistake in that movie because if you remember in the hospital, the doctor is consulting with someone. Yeah, he's having a deep conversation with this lady, uh-huh. and they try to break in and talk to him about the homeless dude. Yes, and uh, he's like, "I'm with a patient." Right, and they're like, "Get the fuck in here." And he goes, I'm not with a patient. So he goes, and then he goes, then Donovan Leach goes to use the phone. Uh-huh. That patient that he's been consulting is no longer there. That's not a mistake. There's oh. a whole deleted scene where the patient screams and leaves. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Can't you just assume? See, I mean, that's that's one of the big mysteries of the blob is where did that patient go? I know that was. They, were, they didn't get all their news. Well, that's how they marketed it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a big mystery. Call in. Find out if the patient finishes the diagnosis. The video game had that, too. Um, so the, uh, what do you think of the nice shot? So the, the guy, one of the things in the trunk, we're talking about the mini bar in the trunk. He has, I noticed there's a, the player, the guy that obviously he, he had put his class ring around Erica Lenia. He gave it to her mm-hmm. on a necklace, but there was a whole a, bunch more, a bunch more in the, in the, um, in the trunk. Cause to, to, to underscore that he's a player. Um, but later they have a shot later where the blob is, Leaving casually that scene and the class ring is floating in it. Very yeah. gelatinous cube, I thought. You know, like well, I mean, yeah, at least we know that, that even though they're 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 for gazes, he's using high quality metals. Mm-hmm. So I mean, there is that. <laughs> the Bob does not con- consume metal. You're saying before he doesn't like bullets. Um, maybe he's that's something that they could have shown too. He could have spit that out. Yeah, you know, the ring. Yeah. They could have yeah. a couple, had a couple. I think they missed some couple spitting out metal moments. Okay, so we're getting to my favorite part in the whole movie. Okay, the diner. No, the so they incarcerate Kevin Dillon. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, because they, yeah, they, they they didn't did they incarcerate they they pull him down. They, to the they police bring station. him for questioning. Yeah, yeah. They said, "Are you a blob by any chance? <laughs> Do you, can you disintegrate men? Did you show up in, from space?" Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they, they and so uh, Paul McGann or whatever his name is. Um, uh, gets a little too close for comfort. Yeah. And so the, the cause Jeffrey DeMunn's the sheriff. Paul's his uh, right-hand man. And they got Kevin Dillon up in his fucking business. Mm-hmm. And uh, 
they ask him to if he has anything to, to if he has any statement or whatever anything to say and he delivers a lovely lick on the face of that deputy he licked him and he goes Argh! when he does it too yeah. he, and it's so unexpected the first time you see that in the movie you're not expecting that yeah and it just destroyed me you had a little bit when of, I, you had respect for that because you have a healthy disrespect for authority is that what's happening no here? i just thought I, how, when was the last time you saw someone lick another person yeah um well, in defiance in defiance yeah okay fair enough yeah like i mean that was his you know he, no fighting no punching no bad words he licked the guy mm-hmm. it's almost like you have to just respect you got to respect his commitment and I checked, by the way. There's, there, those two are Twitter friends. So yeah, they're, and and they did both. Bonded. They did their own stunts. Did too. they? Yeah. Wonder how many times he had to lick them. A or lot. what if it was just an improvised moment? That would be amazing. They said, "Print it. We're done with this scene." You yeah. licked them. Yeah. So that I mean, whenever I think of the blob liver, that is the first thing I ever think of is the lick. Really? Yeah. Absolutely. That is my defining image from this movie. The lick. The lick. Okay. It killed me. And actually, I, I fell in love with Kevin Dillon because of that, even though he didn't write the movie. Like, Kevin Dillon, I, I, I became a champion for that guy because of the lick. <clears throat> really? Yeah. Well, this is a, It all started there. It's a reveal. This is a big reveal. Yep. I forgot about the lick until I saw it happen again. You were actually looking forward to it. I was lick-centric. I was so lick And then Damon is like, and that's like, to me, like, in a movie, if as soon as you lick a cop, it's like you're, you're in jail for the night. But in that movie, Demond's like he didn't do it. He, the other cop in the scene, Jeffrey yeah. Demond, said he didn't do it. Let him go. And then Paul McGann, the, that character is all pissed. He's like, just lick me. He I'm didn't say that. He's like, he did, this guy just licked me. We have to at least throw him behind bars. No, he's, and Demond says, Demond says that I don't care if he licked you. He didn't do it. We got to let him out. He said, be a professional. Yeah. Don't say he licked me. Say he committed a five oh seven. Which is, that's the police code for that. Yeah, and then that he keep, they keep going back and forth. But anyway, they end up letting him go, and then Shawnee Smith, who had just, and I feel like in a way we're just, I don't mean to be recounting this entire film, like, but did you notice what happened? She, her mom tries to put her to bed with a sleeping pill. Very Nightmare on Elm Street. You know what I'm saying? Like, go to sleep. But what does Shawnee Smith do? What does Shawnee Smith do? She doesn't take the pill. Pill. She 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 fakes it because you don't. What what don't you do? What are some rules that we can lay down in horror movies? In, in the Blob, you don't faint near the Blob. And what else don't you do? You don't you don't go to sleep pill. You don't fucking take a sleeping pill when yeah. the Blob's in town, right? And let me tell you another thing that you don't do. You also don't lick cops when the Blob's in town. You don't be homeless. <laughs> don't be homeless. Don't poke the Blob with a stick, for God's sakes. Um, that was a bad choice. Though, what if what if he didn't interfere? That thing may have done, gone in a different direction and done uh-huh. considerably more. Very slither. That remember, guy might be the hero of the film. Remember Slither? Or the, oh, the, the hero because he didn't poke the blob. If he hadn't poked the blob, yeah. maybe it would have crept towards a, a larger metropolis. I don't think there's a realistic way you could write that movie where a character does not poke the blob. That's just unrealistic. Yeah. Would, would you not? But I'm just saying in Slither, remember Slither had a very similar scene. Yeah. Isn't in Slither uh, the... Isn't it pink? The the alien thing It's very cute yeah. at first. Yeah. Oh, see Slither. They must have been fans of the Blob. Yeah. Uh, you can't not be a fan of the Blob. James Gunn. If you're, James if you're, Gunn. Thank you. If you're a horror person, you can't not be a fan of this movie. At least, in, at least out of respect for the special effects. You can't. Artists. It's impossible. Um, it's it's imblobable. <laughs> um. Okay, there's. We're gonna talk about the diner scene. The diner is kind of a very. I, I'd say 
okay, so you're as gonna far talk, as set pieces. What's go. your favorite? Then what's your favorite death? Like you, you're not gonna bring that up. My yet? favorite death is the phone booth. That's what I was gonna say too. But that is actually a gross death, sort of. It's it's so it's so violent. Right. It's not gory, but just to watch her get dumped on. And, 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 yeah, I think part of it, too, is Jeffrey DeMunn is a very likable actor and right. a very likable character in that movie uh, and in Citizen X. And um, <laughs> is, he the, is he the killer in yeah, that? Yeah. We, we, Candy Clark has already dealt with a lot of shit in her day. She saw her favorite, you know, kitchen employee get injured. Um, get sucked headfirst down the sink, which is a, was a, a, a very nice kill in that movie, too. It's And it goes on. It's not the only thing that happens to him. No, he... It's, He's still going down the sink a little bit later. Yeah. It's pretty awful. Um, yeah. And then, so, Jeffrey DeMond's really likable. Candy Clark's super likable. Yeah. We we find out the hard way that he did not make it. Both those characters are introduced hit, kind of hitting on each other. DeMond's right. hitting on her, yeah. And actually, the only reason he gets killed is because he cares about her well, and he, he goes to check on her. goes to check on her. So what they, Does he regret that choice? <laughs> she's in the... It's great because she's in the phone booth, the blob surrounding. It's a great scene. She calls him. He I get, love I love the scene where the blob goes and it t- it just puts its its blob on the receiver and, and hangs up the call for her. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a, it is a great scene because I mean it is it's an excellent scene. But he she, he had given her a card. She calls his card the station I guess, mm-hmm. and uh, she's asking for him frantically. And the person on the line is like, "Well, he he came down to the diner, and as soon as she says it." His dissolved corpse shows up in the blob in the in the window, right like a second before she dies. Yeah, and then it's the, a really well done scene. And, and, the, and that scene, there's a there's a shot from up above where the where the, all the walls burst in, and the dummy that is Candy Clark like, comes apart. Kinda. It just gets bounced all around in there. It's crazy fun. But it's it'd be fun. It'd be interesting to see how they did that scene. I mean, how they how they set up because um, it is a really great like it's a great quick. She's done for. They cut away. But it's it's horrifying. Yeah, she did her own stunts. Yeah, yeah. Candy Clark. So did the Blob, though. The Blob did his own stunts mm-hmm. too. But I just thought it was yeah. I mean, and that's where you realize the movie does not fucking play around. No, it kills everybody you kills like. That kills who you think the leader is. Kills bad people, and then it kills that beloved, uh, you know, older couple, potential older couple. And Candy Clark's like one of the most just likable people on the planet. Well, it kills it kills Demon off screen, and you are it's another instance where you think he's going to have because he's he's so he's so great in the yeah, moments he's, he has. He's going to realize that he's wrong about Kevin Dillon, yeah, and they're going to shoot and fight it together. He yeah, did, that, they do not do that. That movie zigs and zags, man. It zigs when you think it's going to wait. Zag. It's got his shit on a swivel, that's for sure. I shouldn't I shouldn't be on a podcast. Um. Uh. So, <laughs> what about the Reverend? By the way, what yeah. do you think of that whole? First plot of all, line? he looks like like a like a fucking looks like a fucking. That's also very Stephen. Looks like a, he looks a wet denim Elliot after a tough. It's week. a very Stephen King thing, and to have like a Reverend in there that's gonna go very like. You know, he's very he's too close. He's too he's too tied to religion, and it's gonna make him manic at some point. Oh, so he's mildly religious, but but uh, that the actor is Del Close, who I don't he's know. An too acting much. teacher. He, yeah, he was like a big. I think he was a big like. Um, I think he sort of is responsible at least for starting somehow Second City. Like he's like he was yeah. like revered no, in true. that wor- yeah. world. Yeah, but he looks like a shitted. I never knew that. Elliot. I never knew that was him. But people talk about Del Close all the time. You yeah, know, you hear it. He's dead and, now. Yeah, but he's actually he gives a pretty good performance in this. He's like, all right. He's, he's like, but he's like kind of, um, he remind me of, uh, what's the guy from, uh, Raiders? The guy, the guy. how many times am I going to say Denim Elliot before? Not he... Denim Elliot. 
he reminds me of the guy with the the metal on his hand. Toad? Sort of. He looks like him a little bit. He looks like Denim Elliott. Yeah. I guess we'll agree, agree to disagree. Ronald Lacey? You're, go, you're pulling a Ronald Lacey out of this shit? I don't know that character. The guy who played Toad. Yeah. Dead. They're all dead. Yeah. Um, here's another thing. Shawnee Smith lives in this. Shawnee, yeah, Shawnee Smith saves him. Oops. Yeah, that wasn't that wasn't good because he saved he saved some frozen blob in a jar. Yeah, so the movie ends on a on a cliffhanger basically. Where well, so that that's a weird that's a weird like very B movie thing is that the Reverend shows up after the dinner's been the diner's been uh, I, the things have gone down like at the diner people are dead uh, the the heroes have escaped he shows up and is is everybody okay in here and he goes directly to the freezer where the blob had tried to get in and froze itself and there's this is how, this is how they set up the ending. There's these little like crystallized blobs, crystallized blob pieces, and he he knows enough just to pick it up and put it in a jar. Well, and 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 they make a point of saying when they sort of beat the blob, like we got to get this thing into the cooler. Yeah. So I know a, that's a setup, if but there's it's a like, power outage in that cooler. Shit's not good. It's just it, I like the whole you know the the whole you know foreshadowing. It's fine by me, but the fact that he's picking up. Why would you pick up the pink? pink ice off the floor it doesn't make that much sense but i guess maybe he's he, he's insane well by the end of the movie yes he is insane did i tell you he was a priest um by the way there's he's got one of my least favorite moments in the there's a reaction shot of him at precisely one hour 24 <laughs> minutes and 25 seconds there is a like quick microscope there's a quick cut to him a, a reaction shot that is dog shit awful it's like he's silently gasping in the middle of chaos, and it has no relevance. It's it's out of context. He might even be facing the wrong direction. I'll tell you, my I have a, at least a, a, a moment that I, around that time that I don't like. Okay, that there's a scene in it. There's a part where right before the military shows up, but are they the military? Yeah, they're at least some kind of nefarious. Yeah, uh, associated with the military. They Shawnee Smith and Kevin Dillon <laughs> walking in the woods. I think to get his motorcycle, something they're doing something. Yeah, they're wood walking. And he, I, you think they're gonna have a blob encounter, but he says, I wrote down. It's just so, he says, I feel, <laughs> feel like fucking Hansel and Gretel over here should have brought some breadcrumbs because I guess he's looking for his bike or something. Yeah. But that's just a great example of trying to make. He's trying to make that line, which is a terrible line. It doesn't make any sense. Like cool, by like going. Feel like fucking Hansel and Gretel over here, you know. Like, what else? Like, what else could they have? Like, what else could they Kevin Dillon up? That's like, you know, he. There's got to be other moments in the film when he's like, fucking pass the ketchup, you know. Yeah. Like he's like putting his little juvenile delinquency, you know, accent on his lines, you know. I feel like I feel like Hansel and Gretel. I mean, I'd be Hansel in this situation <laughs> if they if they had a blob in that fairy tale. I mean, isn't that something you say sometimes when you're in the woods? <sighs> Uh, I feel like fucking Hansel and Gretel over here. You know the breadcrumb part too. You know what? You know, actually, they, they, there is some good character stuff between the, the Blob's two. a witch. <laughs> is that that's make a it clear? Line. That's a tagline. The Blob's a witch. Put it in the oven, but that's wrong because it's scared of being cold. So that's all right. Um, what about that moment where he's like super impressed? She says the word shit. What do you mean? She says she says a bad word. He's like, I never thought I'd hear you say that. It's <laughs> right at the dark. <laughs> she and she and her and she just saw somebody like his, his skin stretched like, off him. Now the blob's the second fucking craziest thing that's happened today. Because <laughs> 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 you said shit, and you're a cheerleader. I like when he goes when they're the the military captures them, 
and he there. So they capture him. They throw him in a van to, to 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 get them back to town for some reason, and Kevin Dillon busts out like his 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 tools to get out. Like and Shine Smith's like, I don't want to. I need to go back to town because I want to help people warn them. And but Kevin Dillon is is like. I'm all for myself, and she says something like, "That's that's the best you ever. That's the only thing she you care about a, is yourself." Yeah, Star Wars quote. Is that what it is? It's yeah. got to be. And she's like, you know, and so, so that's what you're best at. Yeah, you're kicking yourself, and she and he jumps from the like cowardly, like just like, escapes from the thing, um, and then he says to himself, "A cheerleader." Like he's like, "How am I getting? How am I in love with the cheerleader?" But he just like totally bailed on her. You know, well, if well, he, he gave if he her really, choice. He wanted her to come, and she didn't go. But he, she was doing the right thing. He wasn't. She was no. I, he was doing the right thing. What saving his ass? No, getting away from the dangerous. Those were the bad guys. But then he didn't stay with her, and she wanted to warn the town. Well, I disagree. Agree it, to disagree. No, on see, this. I like how she. By the way, I like all me, bets are off. All bets are off when when they say we're gonna go. We, we thank you, but no, we're gonna go ahead and go on our own way. And then all they, bets are on. They, then they capture them. They won't let them leave. They're they're prisoners, not patients, like Joe Seneca said. So he think. You think they could go? She, they could jump out and still run to the town. Is what he what yeah. his thinking is? Yeah. Yeah. The, who knows? Those guys might have taken them. They were taking I like them someplace he, to when, poke that's them. A, that's a good little moment too. Whenever he jumps out and he looks back and she just slams, she just looks at him and slams the door of the of the ambulance or the van they're in. That's a that's a nice Shawnee Smith moment in that film. Shawnee, by the way, She's always good and stuff. Always good and stuff, and has an interesting little career. Yeah. The Saw movie saved her bacon. Saw. Yeah. yeah. She ended up being like. Uh, the protege to Jigsaw in those films. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I really watched. Those we were films. we were talking about this earlier. Um, that as, as it turns out, this is a big time spoiler. The Blob is a microbe that was that was man made, and they wanted to see how it reacted to life in the cosmos. Uh huh. And so it's our we created our own. That's what that big reveal is that the meteorite isn't a meteorite but a satellite that has a U.S. flag on it. That's what Kevin Dillon like sees later. Remember? Oh yeah. And then and these guys, by the way, they introduce themselves as as this organization, but they he, they shorthand it and they call themselves the the, the microbe hunters. At least that's what the, the the what's the guy's name again? Joe Seneca. Joe Seneca of Crossroads. Just thing. think of us as the microbe hunters. Yeah, and we were thinking like, I wonder how they like they're building this thing, <laughs> right? They're that's, like building this thing in a lab. The thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's this object, this this force. Uh-huh. Yes, um, billions of dollars being spent. Uh, obviously, huge amounts of work. Being Just done. on special effects alone. Well, no, I mean I'm talking about this le- this lab. These pe- these scientists. Yeah, this movie. They're fucking no, not the movie. Special effects crew. No, no, the, the scientists. They're building. Yeah, this. I guess you can call special effects crew scientists. I get it. Serious. So I they send this thing into space. Yep. It's the blob. Yes. Yes. And. Is it is it smart? (laughs) Well, I don't know if it's smart. It's hungry. Is it a smart decision? Is it? (laughs) (laughs) Well, I don't know why they did it, but it's it. They talk about how it's going to give us the leg up in the arms race and shit like that. Yeah, it's gonna. And then his justification. And then his right hand mind's like, "What are you fucking nuts, Joe Seneca?" Jennings, I think (laughs) is his name. Of course, it has to be his name. He doesn't make Jennings, or does he? I don't know if he. He's injured. He's hurt. Shawnee Smith kind of leaves him. Shawnee Smith avoids helping a few people towards the end that are makes her character better. Yeah. Well, she. Why do they call it the Blob? Why did they? Why they name it that? What did do they call it the Blob at any point in the movie? Yeah. Don't you remember it says Project Blob on the shirt? 
<laughs> do they that's what I'm saying is at any point in the movie does someone go ah the blob it's the blob I'm sure that you know what if that movie were made today there would be test there would be like serious test market research done yeah about using that word does blob scare you like would you like what kind of feelings come out when you hear the word blob I they mean, should have done a joke where someone does scream the blob but then it cuts over and they're pointing to Kevin Dillon's no, hair be, no it'd haircut. be great if there's a scene where they're like fighting it and they go the blob and then both Kevin Dillon and the blob look at the person like responding. Does the blob the blob has a reaction the shot? The blob has a reaction. Oh, yeah. The me? blob does get a reaction shot in this a couple of times. Like there's there's when, that part when it, when it gets this, shot. When this like that, but then the sewer, remember it has it starts to kind of have a face. It like is gonna eat her from this guy it, it kinda like oh, yeah. like a mouth in a way. Um and then it gives like a thumbs up. Yeah. 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 Um when it eats the kid and says his ta- kid's tasty. It eats a kid. That, it kills a kid, man. It eats a kid. That's a that movie's well, pulling but, no punches. But that's where the movie's punishing that kid for sneaking into the movie. Well he says earlier that's why I that always used to horrify me is the poor kid says, I'll never sneak into a movie again and then two minutes later he's eaten. And he was right. <laughs> he was never never will be able to do that again. I just kinda wish he wouldn't get it, that that death to me is kind of equatable to the steamroller death in Maximum Overdrive, where the kid gets run over by a steamroller. I just like those are t- two deaths. And in Toxic Avenger, I just oh yeah, I just those those deaths haunt me. Like kids aren't supposed to die in films. When you're a kid, like you don't. That's not a normal thing. I didn't never. I never liked that, and I don't like it now. But back then, it would horrify me. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, you well, liked it probably. And I, the lick. Li- and the lick. I love the lick. I like yeah. the fact they did it because that's ballsy. I, I mean, I don't. I don't need to see kids die. No one does. But I like I like when when you kill a kid or an animal, which I hate. I hate seeing animals get killed more. Um, you're, and there's a rat that doesn't make it in this film. He does not survive. Spoiler. Um, but you know, you know, and, and it's a shame. In another universe, this was a hit, and we'd have a series of blob movies. Well, that, another thing is that I guess that's kind of the point of the film that it is a surprising film. Things happen in it that you don't expect. Even when you kind of watch it again and you've seen it, the choices they make are. You know, the, there's obviously the, the when the blob's going towards the car on the first date, you know, the date where the guy's, um, you know, Eric Alanik, you're talking about he, you know, cops a feel and he dies. You know, those two are going to die. Those are like, of course, they're going to die. But when like Candy Clark or the Dyer dies, like there's there's moments yeah. in the movie that the deaths kind of come out of nowhere. And and so I guess that's why this movie so I think still stands today is because of those choices. I wrote a blob movie. Do you know that? I wrote a blob-ish movie. No, is yeah. this a joke? No, I, I can't talk about it because I hope one day that they will never it, see the light of day. What's it called? Can't tell you because give it away. That's a good title. <laughs> but I did long. I'd like you to read it sometimes. Pretty good. Um, all is right. It, so is it a sequel? No, we love this movie, right? We love it. Yeah. We love it. It's not a. It's not really a classic. I mean, it's, it's not kind of. It's kind of small. It's. It is it is a very very solid, really. Good, I think it's a good movie. Yeah, and um, it's not maybe, it's not there like the thing or something like that. Right. But it's it's I'm, up there. The it's thing good. I'm most happy about is how kind time has been to it. Yeah, it looks pretty good. Yeah, even the stuff that's bad, mad effects and all that, it's still just a charmer. So, you know, we love some blob, and and the, there's a, there's plenty of big moments, plenty of great little moments. But to me. The lick is high up there. The deaths are all great. Like I, I, there's a scene that I really like in the movie theater when the blob's like rushing over the seats towards like yeah. the kids. 
like there's just little, like there's like cheap little effects in it that really are that really work. And that's like that's got to be like there's a couple of times where you know the blobs on the ceiling running after Kevin Deal. It's obviously they're running like it looks super fake, but that that's ve- that that is. You know, there's of those, also a Lovecraftian thing. Going that's a up. rare moment. There's like, a scene in the theater the where the blob up. is up against the wall, and there's like mm-hmm. the light coming out. It's a uh-huh. very like Cthulhu kind of thing going on, or whatever. Lovecraftian bull tit. Anyway, all right. So we love the blob. We we've covered it. Oh, now. I will bring one more thing up about right. this. The little thing is there's a very there's like a, a repeated thing about people catching their clothes on shit in this movie. Remember the oh the best is at yeah. the end when she get when she that's she, a great she moment, has a yeah. hero moment and then. E- instantly fucks up yeah so i love it so earlier in the mov- movie the mom's trying to um the the uh, shiny Smith's mom is putting uh the coat on the little kid the, her, her son or something and she gets the zipper caught and so that there's a moment later when they're trying to escape and his shiny smith's t- trying to take his coat off and can't get the zipper because uh, he's stuck in the door his coat's stuck in the door and um and so that's great i mean it's it's a it's a you know, it's a fun moment, but later, like Nick says, she like is staying on top of the snow machine. Mm-hmm. I guess shooting the blob with like an AK forty seven or something. And she's got a satchel charge. She's just dropped. Yeah, and she's shit talking the blob. Yeah, so she's like, isn't she saying like, "You fucker"? Or something I like hate that. you, blob. Yeah, she, she didn't say blob though, right? Because I don't think anybody says like we've established this. Oh, she okay. says, she said, "You f- eat yourself or Gelatin something." Gelatin dick. I hate you. Smooth pink. And uh, she drops this charge, like kind of like the finishing move, like the you know, and then she she Fatale. goes to jump down and catches her instantly. Instantly catches her foot. And they hangs take turns the rescue. They take turns being heroic. Yeah. Although the, Kevin Dillon somehow survives in the cab of that truck for a long time without getting squash blobbed. Yeah, you're right. He, it's, it's it's very much like the telephone booth, except different result. Who maybe ends up, he maybe, ends up. Who maybe ends the up, hair product he was wearing. Is she the one that ends up killing the blob then with the with the charge? He grabs her. He he rescues her I down, and then well, the they're bo- running away. The, and then the bomb it blows goes up. off. Yeah. yeah, it blows up. So she she's it's the a, one that kills both, the blob. They're both team up. They team up very well. I mean, I just watched it last night. How do you expect me to remember who kills the blob? But well, actually, the temp it's it's in stasis. Doesn't really dead. die. Yeah. Let me ask you this: When the blob dies, did you? Shed a tear? Mm-hmm. No. I did. No. Did you lick a cop? No. When the blob dies? Didn't shed a tear. Because I knew it wasn't, it was sleeping, you know? And I would, you know, it'd be great. <laughs> you knew it was sleeping? Yeah, I knew it was sleeping. So the last line of the movie is actually, I can't believe the blob's asleep. <laughs> We're so lucky. Uh, no, remember, like, he's like, you lazy blob. <laughs> Fucking lazy. That'd I wish great. that they had called it the blob in it. That would be great if, um... The blob uh, was being stored in the mountain where the mist thing happened, and so when the mist thing happened, oh. he dethawed as well. Yeah, add the blob to the mist. Yeah, It'd be fucking solid. Actually, you can add the blob to a wide variety of horror movies and make them better. Like King Kong versus Godzilla versus Blob. Yeah, you know, like the blob is like it's a tough blob versus hatchet. It's a tough monster to conquer. It's very quick and it, it's instant death as soon as it touches you, but. It's one weakness is pretty. It's almost like once you find that weakness out, you're, you're it's good. hard to find extreme amounts of cold. That's true, but, but you could just move to Alaska or something if the blob is. You're protected, but what what about the creatures of the forest? Hey, just like Kevin Dillon in this situation, I think for myself, yeah. you know. Um, I heard that they had. I'm a like sequel. Kevin Dillon in a lot of ways. I think. Yeah, they had a sequel plan called What About Blob? 
and they had to retool it. When the there film. is a movie in the movie. Yeah, there's. It's kind of cute. It's called like Chainsaw Toolbox mask, something some or something shit. like that. I wrote it down, but who needs my notes at this point? Yeah. All right. So that's that. We we love us some blob. We finished some blob. And now it's everybody's favorite part of the show. <laughs> everybody? It's everybody. Everybody's favorite part of the show. Uh, this episode will be striking the air on February the 5th. And you think about some of the celebrities that were given life on that day. It's pretty impressive. This is our celebrity birthday segment? Yeah. Yeah. So here's you, you, we were talking about who was born on this day. Oh, what a coincidence! It's the Bob's birthday, <laughs> fifth. Um, and, and we we found this website with these dates, and it was embarrassing because ninety nine percent of the people are YouTube or TikTok stars. Well, we don't. We're so old that we don't know a lot. Obviously, we don't know what YouTube is, and no, we don't know what to, what is TikTok. I don't know what that is. It's a short video thing. Damn, All I know is that every old. once in a while on Facebook, there'll be an ad for TikTok, mm-hmm. and it's some young girl dancing suggestively and you read the comments and all the all the the really dirtiest old men are in there saying things i've never heard of this before this tiktok so when you weed through some of these dog shit people um you find a few you find a few names find a few few gems like hank aaron's birthday he's a he's a great man yeah but tiktok star also yeah duff mckagan Oh, Guns and X Guns and Roses, or actually, is he now in Guns and Roses? He's back with that Duff. That's a great name. But Michael Sheen, (sighs) he's a always working in a star, the star of the Underworld World films. One of the stars. I used to hate him in that movie because his forehead was so big. Now you love him in that movie. I love him in like uh, the the sex show and Frost Nixon and all that. That's a movie that's calling out for a microscope. Frost Nixon. (laughs) You know what? You know who that movie would beat? The Blob. <laughs> but that's what I'm saying is that I like how we're like we should we should do that more often. That's calling out for a mic. We got a microscope. Yeah, we got to fucking zoom gotta, up on in that one. We got a mic. Um, got a. Mm. You 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 didn't mention Bobby Brown, who was also on the fifth, I believe. Yeah, no, yeah, he's there. He's it's his birthday. Tony Ja. You know who else was his birthday? Bobby Brown. <laughs> Tony Ja. <laughs> Tony Jaw, is he the? You think he's the first and last director to ever walk off set into the jungle and stay there for three months or whatever? <laughs> no, <laughs> like, Duff McKagan. Duff, Duff McKagan wrote a song about it. <laughs> I know you're frustrated. Welcome to the jungle. I know I am you're Tony Jaw. <laughs> you know what his first words were when he came, returned to the set. I'm back. <laughs> Wasn't it on on back three that he that he did this too? Was it like it was on it was like I the sequel to know. the sequel? I don't know. But um, he found I think he found himself there into the in the jungle. What if it was cool if like that was the myth and he walked in the jungle, but he had like a sweet place set up there? I interviewed him watching Chuck. like zero to six. You remember when I interviewed 60, Tony? Six seconds, huh? I interviewed Tony Jai. I don't remember this in a in the Atlanta Hawks training facility. Yeah, for Ong Bak. Okay, and his translator. It's a Hanson song. <laughs> Which uh, Ong Bak? <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead. So yeah, no. Yeah. I th- if I remember correctly, he could dunk a basketball or something. There was some. He did some trick. But anyway, yeah. Oh, Tony- he can disappear into the jungle. That's one of his tricks. <laughs> 
traveling. That's by a the way. Ball, that's a baller move. Can you imagine if like he's shooting a movie in the city, and he starts getting frustrated, and he's like, "What can you do?" I guess sometimes the city can be a jungle, right? Well, you know, it's kind of like he, maybe he's like the Terminator, mm-hmm. where he's got a menu that shows up in his vision of options. <laughs> do you think that go they're... to craft services? Return calls. Go to the jungle. They're like uh, thinking about hiring him, and they're like, "Well, there's these pluses. Like, you know, he delivers this kind of box office. Like, people really like him. He tests really high with audiences. Here's the risk: <laughs> <laughs> leaves sets for months, disappears into the jungle like fucking Kurtz, <laughs> Swoozy Kurtz. Yeah, um, <laughs> we have that joke every episode. Yes. <laughs> All right. I have more notes about the blurb. Yeah, I do. Have. Let's just, let me just run through them real quick. Uh, if they're not worth mentioning, they're they're not. But there's a a song I was telling you at the end called "Brave New Love" that I was trying to, like that plays over the pink credits, which we talked about. We did like yeah. that they have pink credits in this. Now I don't know if that's an addition later or if that was a theatrical. credits or credits. You're not going to spend more money on the blob. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how much. That... Hey, we lost our ass. Let's try some more. What they did. Yeah. Here's a little treat for you guys. We redid the credits, but yeah. they're in pink, <laughs> uh, which is a nice touch. Um, but there's a song called playing over the credits called Brand New Love by Alien, by mm-hmm. the way. Great. And so I was thinking of, like, maybe this equates to the blog, but the lyrics are the blob, but the <laughs> lyrics are with her Brave New Love. She gives it up like it's never been done. It, the whole song is about fucking. Yes. Hard fucking. Deep digging. And so you can't really equate it to the blob. But then I was like, well, maybe they got the song Brand New Love because the um, band's an a- it was called Alien. But then the Blob's not even an alien. You know what I'm saying? It's man-made. Yeah. So I don't maybe know they why. were just maybe they were just trying to capitalize on the best music they could find. Well, then I saw what it was. It was it was actually Frank Darabont. That's his band. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's his first love. He's uh, lead singer of Alien. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, all right, Justin. Mm-hmm. It's time for your second favorite segment. Yeah. We've established favorite segments, huh? It's time to bring a movie out. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Are we doing two again? I, I wanted to. But let's do, you want to do one? Do... I'll do two. But let's you go. Start. You go first. Oh, God damn. I, I, I can't think of a movie this quick. See, you here's don't... the thing. You keep deferring to me, and I'm setting you up. And <sighs> I don't... Ho- you really are the lead host, though. Um, well, uh, obviously. You're the, you're the name. Obviously. You're the... I interviewed Tony Ja. Yeah, you name-dropped a couple times this episode. How was he? Was he? Did he look great? It was, it was. It was. He was like a deer in the headlights. Yeah, yeah. Did he have like? He, a, did he have like a jungle scent on him? No, no. It's funny because like the translator is like, "Hey, uh, where, where are some good jungles here in Atlanta?" It's like he like he really likes to disappear into jungles. I said, like, "Well, I mean, a jungle gym." Yeah. Exactly. <clears throat> um, so let's uh, let's uh, school ties. I know this movie very well. I do. All right. So now, what to describe the premise of this, this um, segment? Brennan, then. Brennan Fraser plays a Jewish. No, individual. not the premise of the movie, but what's the segment? What are we trying to get uh. out of the segment? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it's a school tie segment. We just do that every time. <laughs> plays a Jew, plays a Jewish man. <laughs> a fifties. The segment. Fifties, sixties. The school. segment is uh, is where we just kind of off the cuff, from the cuff, from the hip. Yeah, John we uh, we throw a couple of films our way. That we're probably that we're not going to do actual episodes to, 
Just well, movies we might that, later. Who knows? Yeah, movies who that knows? jump that just jump into the consciousness, and we just throw a little, like, throw a few anecdotal memories about. <sighs> Talk about stuff that we remember from it, basically. Yeah, good or like. bad, little moments. Not, okay. Not like the giant action sequences. Mm-hmm. So school ties. <sighs> I already ruined it. He didn't. Uh, he blew. I blew away his Jewish. <laughs> well, so school ties is a movie where uh, Brendan Fraser, uh, early Matt Damon movie. Yes, and he goes to a. Uh, I guess it is in the 60s, set in the 60s, 50s, 60s. Um, There's some period where people didn't like Jewish people. And uh, goes to a prep school, and he is um, a very, he's a very, very talented football player that they the school needs uh, to, to add a little life to their football program. He gets there, min- instantly bonds with the class. They love him. He's like a star. The the, the ladies from the, the sister school, the, the, there's a lady that really likes him. Amy Locaine. Oh, I mean, Amy Locaine, who has, she's really... A, spot, a, a spotty life. A little bit, yeah. She has some troubles. A little bit. And um, they come to find out that he's actually um, a Jewish... Although great Mortal Kombat. Amy Locaine? Locaine, yeah. Uh, he... He's kind of hidden his Jewish Jewish faith, right? Does he has is he really hide it? He, he does kind of hide. He it. does. But then it comes out that he's Jewish. I think Matt Damon, Matt Damon finds it. Yeah, he's yeah. not happy. And then that the school, a lot of the school turns on him because of their but not Chris O'Donnell anti-Semitic ways. If I remember right, Chris no, O'Donnell Chris stays O'Donnell the was very hurt by him and has some biases, but at the end, I think sticks up for him. Yeah. Um, but anyway, Matt Damon plays a villainous character in it that's jealous of. Of Brendan Fraser, I, you know one thing I, I remember about this movie that I like is uh, Fraser. I know it's stupid, but he's really good in it. Like he's like a good actor. It kind of makes you uh, understand why he was like a star for f- five years. I think it shows how, why Matt Damon too. Yeah, because he's sort of a like revelation in that movie as well. But he's wearing like the white T-shirt. He's remember he's he, he's all in. Once he's found out that he's Jewish, he's all in and. Or like they find out he's he's very proud of his Jewish heritage, and he was only doing it. And he was obviously fighting that the whole time, the fact that he was hiding it. He he wants to be out with it. It's a very yeah. good movie. It's it's good. to me. It's like who one did of who, the, di- who did it? Rob Zombie. <laughs> I think Rob Zombie wrote it and directed it. Um, it's got a bunch of. It's it's got pedigree. <sighs> it's got a couple couple people in it that you recognize. Um, Anth- what's the guy from Rent that shows Anthony up? Rapp. Anthony Rapp. What's, um, what's the other? Directed by Robert Mendo. It's got a bunch uh, of Dick young... Wolf wrote it. Weird. It's got Randall Battenkoff, of course. Battenkoff's of in there. Of course it does. Cole Hauser. Ben Affleck. Affleck's in it. That's right. I forgot, yeah. Uh, Zeltko Ivanek. Yeah. Ed, he plays Ed Lauder. A, he plays the teacher everybody hates, like this real strict teacher. Yes, I he does. Know. He is not a good guy. I think they take apart his car and put it they put it in his office or something in his in his room. He has like a he has like a Volkswagen Beetle. I think they take it apart and and put it back can, in the in the. In can his I room. go on a do you, do you have any moment? I don't really have any moments in that movie, but thanks for bringing it up. But no, can I tell you something? Mm-hmm. Um, I went on a kick about two weeks ago during the Christmas downtime. Yeah, um, and took went into the fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, of sniper movies. Why? Sniper 1, Sniper... Tom Bill, Berenger? That series. Okay. Billy Zane comes back. He comes back, and then Berenger comes back. Zane comes back before Berenger, right? And then Berenger... Yeah, and then Berenger dies, and he then he comes back. Wait a minute. So how many, how many movies? There's like eight. There? Are they still and making them? Yes. Is Zane still in them? Yes. Bald Zane. Wait, how did you go down a rabbit hole? Did you buy them? 
No, I found they were on like one of the streaming services. I just I, I couldn't believe that there's a sub 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 culture where the sniper movies endure and still being made, still being made, and still starring like the original stars. Yeah, they did that not little... as the leads. They're they... like mentor characters. And they got these <clears throat> hunks of nothing that are the leads. These yeah. fucking bland blands. And it's all about sniping. Oh yeah, they snipe. And it's all they're in the jungle sniping. And the Tony Jaws. Yeah, Tony Jaws. Some, I mean, sometimes by mistake. Yeah, yeah. They're not not all in the jungle. Sometimes they're urban settings. But I just there's a there's a sniper subculture for that series. How do you watch eight movies? I skimmed through them. Yeah, like, I just couldn't believe it. And there was a few where they really went super super low budget. I thought we were it's only bringing movies when we weren't going to cover. They were, they went super low budget on those bits. Did they? Yeah, by choice or yeah, and then there's this one actor who's appears. He's become sort of a a fixture in this series, and he's dog food. Uh, De Niro. <laughs> and then Steven Seagal tried to do his own separate sniper franchise. Yeah, it didn't work out. What was that called? It was called uh, Sniper Special Ops. God damn it! Fatso in a kimono. Chad Michael Collins. Chad Michael Collins. Chad Michael. I know Chad Michael Murray, of course. It's not him. That's, I know Jan Michael Vincent. That's one of these pieces of shit. Anthony Michael Hall. <laughs> I mean, I, they, they. Oh my God! There's there's so many of them. What's that? Guy? There's this is the guy. This this guy is in these fucking movies. Why Chad, are you talking? Chad Michael Collins. This <laughs> guy's the, the he's the he's the he carries that franchise. I like how you jump from School Ties to the sniper movies. What happened? What happened to School Ties? I don't have any. I, What's the connection? There isn't. I just wanted. I just it, it reminded me of that. Yeah. Stream of because they both have like an S in the title. Give me a movie. What's your movie? Um. Uh, Dark Crystal. <laughs> okay. Kind of coming back. What do you mean? They're making a new. Oh, one. they are doing a new one. Yeah. Uh, you know what I've done more than five times in the past like three weeks. Hated it. Watch the trailer for the Dark Crystal. Why? Because it's fucking weird. Well, the whole movie's weird. I showed it to my daughter. I it's watched a good it. representation of the film. They don't, you know, they hide the Gelflings in that trailer. They don't let you see how fucked up those little people are. It, how do we? They, they, they play on the mysticism and all the cool, creepy sets and, and all the Skeksis. That. You don't see any. You see the Gelflings briefly, but you don't hear them talk. You don't realize that they're the stars. Do you think they didn't. They didn't have confidence in how they looked. Now, I remember the one, the Gelfling, the the girl, the main actor, the main whoever that was. The, it's a puppet. I know, but who was who? Who who was the name? What's the name? Do you remember the name? Fuck no. Who who played the who is the? There's no. Who's the voice actress? Nobody real. But was there a boy Gelfling that yeah, I was supposed a, to remember? There's two. I don't remember. Like hand that. in hand. I don't remember. There are two fucking puppets. I remember her look, and I remember they looked identical. I remember Fizzywig, the cute little creature that was her pet that had like big teeth. I liked him. He was like a big ball for. It's kind of like the Chewbacca of that series in a way. They fucked up with that movie. Dark Crystal, they, it, they Dark Crystal, I never liked, and it freaked me out. But it's one of those movies that has this huge following. Yeah, it's I guess a lot of people that wear like purple velvet and shit like that. I remember it was just like a, an adventure film that just had a, a bunch of downbeat moments. Didn't yeah, it? no, it's just a weird. It's yeah. it, actually no, it's it's a creepy little. Uh, it's like an like an animated movie that's not animated. In a it's way. like it's like in a way it's like that movie, The Mortal Engines. Like so, it's like a movie that tries to say, hey. We're gonna come on strong, and we're gonna have like a three-picture thing. Like, either yeah, Dark Crystal is gonna set up this whole world. We're gonna have Dark Crystal two, Dark Crystal. They didn't. Dark, darker Crystal, but it just didn't work out. It was like a they set up this whole world and never took off. But that's not correct anymore. Because no, they're, they're doing a they're doing a Dark Crystal sequel. 
or at least a movie within that world. It's called The Dark Crystal Age of Resistance. Is it? The new one. Age of Ultron? I wish. Is yeah. it really? They got a good voice cast for that. But who was the voice cast in the original? Do you remember anybody I'm from I'm looking it? right now. You got Jim. some big names. Jim Henson. Frank Oz. Yeah, of course. And scene. Frank Oz played Miss Piggy in it. <laughs> the guy that did Admiral Akbar's voice. And midgets are everywhere. Midgets are all over. They use all the time bandits in that shit. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Were they in some kind of costumes? Were they were they the Skeksis? <laughs> they weren't midget men, so yeah. What a it's just it's just a weird fucking movie. Are you gonna show it to your daughter? You said you haven't. You're looking at the trailer like you're. I deciding. wanted to get her response because uh-huh. there was a we we have this thing that we do where we go into iTunes trailers and we just kind of move around. Yeah. And uh, I was like, let's look up this, and then I, we do it on iTunes. But the problem is half the shit on iTunes that's old. Yeah. It's a scene from the movie and not. A I know. I noticed so that. So stupid. Um, it makes me sad. Actually. It does. We did, remember that night we were looking out for a horror movie and we had, we had it rented. Well, they could, fucking... those movies could afford a trailer. I think that they just put a clip. Yeah. They sh- actually, they should have just filmed a trailer, not made those movies. Sometimes they should just film a trailer. Yeah, I liked. Um... I, I don't remember any specific shit. I, I watched that movie in the theater when it was new and, and never wanted to ever see it again. Your daughter, was a, she's obsessed with something though. Yeah. What is it? Venom. Yeah, she's obsessed with Venom. Obsessed with Venom. To the point of why is she obsessed with Venom? Like, how did you get there? Did you somehow spark? No, this? I mean, I, I, I. Did you tell her it was good, and then it was no. I, I over? told she wanted to see it, but not any more than any other Marvel movie or anything like that. And then I told her just offhandedly, "Hey, I got Venom the other day, so if you want to see it, mm-hmm. and off to the races." And it was she's like, watched it excess of thirty times. She has Venom. She has a Venom throw blanket that she takes with her wherever she goes, mm-hmm. and she's got a Venom shirt, and she tried to get a Venom sweater for Christmas. But they're nowhere, and then so we tried to get one custom made, and that was a horrendous mistake. Oh. So, and then and then there's um, so now there's some on on Amazon, but you don't know because they're coming from overseas. The quality, but she's in it to win it with Venom. She should get like a Venom is in Slytherin T-shirt. Do they make that? I don't know if they do now. Etsy. That's my. It's gonna be my <laughs> business. Cool. <laughs> Um, no, but so I, I don't have enough recollection of the Dark Crystal to have a formulated. I opinion. don't. What do you remember? The think think about what do you? Remember? I remember being bored to tears in that movie. Do you even remember like crystals being in it? Yeah, and yeah. I remember they looked cheap and they looked dark. Right? They looked like it was like there was a darkness in it. I yeah. remember that. So the yeah. title's apt. Yeah, I um, mean they had the Skeksis, which are creepy for a while, uh-huh. uh, and and uh, and then there were the humpy walking weird fucks they were they went for it at least i mean that's a very they 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 use all the muppet capital muppets capital and they were like we're gonna make hey we're gonna do something completely different and we're gonna it's gonna be a groundbreaking there's no examples of that not working out <laughs> speaking of the mortal engines you do want to do that on the show right twice yeah. yeah have you seen it no we can't see it we should see it we, we should, should go it. yeah um um we don't have a time machine. All right, let's do Outland with the Sean, with Sean Connery. I've never seen it. Are you kidding? I've not seen it. Uh-uh. Oh, that's a good one. Is it good? Yeah, I haven't seen it. We'll have to do one of these on that shit. Who? Peter who did, Himes. Did he? I don't. I just that's, that's a, blank, a good movie. It's a blank spot for me. It's a really good. I've movie. I've seen pieces of it, but he plays like an outer space cop, like yeah, a security like, guard. Yeah. Yeah. James B. Sicking is, is he bad, in that? He's a bad guy. Peter Boyle's a bad guy. But yeah, he's uh he's uh, he's in um, Hell Street Blues. Yeah, he's also in this the Brujo TV movie with uh, 
uh, Susan Summers that I watched a long time ago. Okay. But yeah, it's his name. He stuck out to me. He played her husband at the. He was in Blue Thunder as well. James B. Sicking. Follow my leader. Um, all right. Let's uh, let, here. Let, you want to do Blue Thunder? I don't remember it well enough. Helicopter. <laughs> you can do them. I can just listen. <laughs> no, that's pretty fucking great. Yeah, there's a helicopter in it. That's what I remember. Yeah, that's how it was with the Dark Crystal. No, Blue Thunder, man. Solid movie. Yeah, I mean that was a big movie, and there was like a wasn't there like a big sex scene in that movie that everybody was all excited. Oh, I don't about? remember that. Yeah, really? Because I remember when we were kids, that was a big deal that there was like a pretty revealing sex scene in that movie. I could be wrong. Roy Scheider giving it giving the action to somebody? No, to himself. Oh yeah, that's got you. Got a good cast. You got Dan Stern. You got Roy Scheider. You got yeah. James B. Sicking. There was something about that movie that was that was salacious. I, I, were, it, well, had I mean, be, it had to be sex. It had to be nudity or something. Yeah. I have to look that up. Yeah. Get off. Let's, hey, callers, call in and tell us. Your Blue Thunder moment. Yeah, no, actually, it's actually kind of a good movie. I want to watch it again. I'm sure it saves like a short shit. <laughs> I just remember, I remember my little moments are, and they're probably big moments. You know, there's the Jaffo. Mm-hmm. There's, um, I don't know the Jaffo. There, there's a, a, a Daniel Stern's wearing a hat, or somebody's wearing a hat that says J A F O. It's some acronym. Uh huh. Then and 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 Daniel Stern reveals that it means it doesn't mean, but they call it just another fucking observer. That's one of the big jokes in the movie. Uh-huh. And then there's the whole follow my leader, follow my leader. I think Malcolm McDowell's the bad guy in that. Okay. And there's this line where he's like, "Follow my leader." That's it. That's all I remember. One of my my big takeaway, my big moment in that movie is a sex scene. I've never seen it, but I can't remember it. But that's the only thing I remember. Let's find out who, who the chick is. Well, let's see. Let's just put put in the saddest moment of your life. Just type in Blue Thunder sex scene into Google. Um, Warren Oates in that shit. Great actor. Warren Oates. Am I wrong about the sex scene? Warren Oates, one of the great actors. Of, guess who the love interest is? Jane. Candy Clark. Are you serious? Yes. Oh, it's a small world, isn't it? This shit's come full tight. Anna Forrest nude, Blue there, Thunder, 1983. Anything came full tight. Blue Thunder nude scenes. Anna Forrest was, I guess, the was the was the actress that got naked in it. So I I do remember. Anna Forrest. I don't even see her in the credits. Oh, he watches somebody fuck through a. They're watching somebody fuck uh, through the. Uh, is that what it is? Through the machinery, using the high tech machinery shit. Is that what's happening? Is that what it was? I think that's it. They're watching yeah. this. There's some some. Maybe it's a. It might be a heat signature fuck. Oh, it looks like maybe she's. It looks like she's maybe, um, it's like a just a sex scene with her only, like a masturbation scene. Maybe that's why it was even more salacious. <sighs> Let's pop this one on. Can we take a pause so I can... What are you talking about? I need to watch it now. Blue Thunder? Uh-huh. Uh, let me just... I typed Blue Thunder sex. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and a bunch of dildos came up. Well, oh, my God, and then a close-up of a... Tasting. You did it wrong. And don't don't Google it. What are you doing all that stuff for? No, quick. Google dark th- dark uh, crystal set. <laughs> yeah. So is there anything else? Why well, supposed to go? Where am I supposed to go? One more movie here. Oh shit! I'm sorry. That's bad. all right. Um, what do you remember from uh, Karate Kid? Well, that's an easy one. It's you an have easy some one. favorite little moments. Um, <clears throat> saw that movie many times in the theater. Uh huh. Uh, I remember. Um, I'm sorry. Ident- I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I didn't. You didn't let me finish. 
too. <laughs> I remember identifying a lot with Daniel LaRusso because uh-huh. I was a transplant myself, uh, an Italian American myself. Right. And uh, he, uh, and I remember he went, he, he moved to Reseda in uh, California and I moved to Roswell. So I felt like I identified with him. Plus we all, both had an awful 80s hair. Right. So I remember, I remember it felt like uh, almost like a, an out of body experience watching that movie. Um, but the moments that really struck me was um, Elizabeth Shue. Um, she just was so fresh. Like as as like I think she was probably. I, I mean, I'd, I'd had crushes in film before, but there was something about her that was more mature. Right. Um, I remember that. Uh, and another small moment was um, the uh, the apartment complex. That uh, for some reason the dynamics of that apartment complex, the layout with the oh pool, yeah, with the empty pool that was just like, or whatever. Yeah. Strong, was who was the mom? Not Mercedes Rule, but it was. Some, it looked like it was someone like that. Some boring ass. She wasn't in it very much, but she was also very. She was very sympathetic. You liked her character. Yeah. She, was, she was there for her son. Yeah. Yeah. No. So I, I remember more settings than I do specific moments. Yeah. It just, it just there's a such a strong pull. I mean, obviously Martin Cove is a fucking a man amongst men. The line of an individual. Yes. So seeing him in a movie, just you know, just it's like my jaw hits the floor. <laughs> did you see the Did you see the the YouTube series that everybody likes? The, I did not. I didn't see it. I have no interest in it. What's it called? Cobra Kai. Yeah, Cobra Kai. Um, I didn't see it, but I'd like to. Okay. Um, not you better watch Billions before you watch that shit. What I like about what I remember from the Karate Kid, I I saw it on a birthday. It was my birthday. I took I took my birthday part to the Karate Kid. Fuck yeah! What a good friend. And um. Uh, we so that was exciting, and um, that was a big movie at the time. I liked, I liked the fact that that he that he was kind of this cool kid that first of all that was getting super picked on, like was kind of like the you know the girl liked him, the 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 popular girl at school liked him, but nobody, everybody's jealous of him. They didn't like him. He's the new kid, and I liked that he kind of he wouldn't get he wouldn't like back down, like he would like still fight back, and like remember he played that they had that prank and he like or at the at the halloween party or something and he put the water in the remember he like sprayed yep. water and then he got his ass kicked i always liked that he was like that he didn't just like you know mouse up turtle up and so i don't know what i'm talking about what what a least convincing powerful guy though least convincing Ralph Macho. in a fight the, the end the end i'm trying stuff. to remember like i'm trying to remember like this, that moment is full of the the moments that people you know, like the, the big crane kick, all that stuff. The, those are the moments you remember because it's so like etched in. I know that I instantly wanted a bonsai tree. The bonsai, I did too. Yeah, the bonsai. That's a that's a good point. Yeah, the bonsai tree was neat because it looked like when they were when he was clipping it and cleaning it up and taking care of it, it looked like something you'd want to do. Like they shot that really nicely, where you're like, yeah, I'd like to take care of a little tiny tree. And I think John it. D. Alvinson did that movie. Same guy that did Rocky. I think he directed it. Did he recently pass away? He died recently though. Forever. Really? Uh huh. What else did he do? Rocky. Have you heard of it? No, I know, but did he? Who di- who directed the our favorite film? Got to narrow that down. 20, the the De Niro Ed Burns film. You know what I'm talking about? Like 21 seconds. 15 minutes. 15 minutes. John Hersfeld, I think. Is that who did it? Yeah. Mentioned right. in the last uh, my movie microscope podcast. John Hertzfeld? I mentioned him because I, 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 Bad Times at the El Royale reminded me a little bit of his style. Two Days in the Valley and all that shit. Specifically, 15 minutes. That's a movie. I don't hate that movie. Do you love it? There's no way. It's hard. To I watch. just like those actors. Actually, I like all three, all four actors: Carol Roden and uh, that f- bloated Oleg Tarkovsky. Whatever. It has one of the most surprising deaths in film, for sure. 
I don't remember. They killed De Niro. I don't remember that. They killed De Niro on on film. Oh wow! And then leaving the film in the capable hands. <laughs> Fed Burns. Burns. Can't killing it. That's like the Pankow crisis in uh, Living uh, Live Dying L.A. Exactly. Throwing the weight onto Pankow. I know. After, after they kill, uh, what, what's his name again? Gra- uh, Will Graham, but w- not Will William Graham. L. Peterson. William L. Peterson. They shoot him in the head. It's like they shoot him in the mouth face. And they say that they He's, said just when you thought maybe he would recover from, like, did you think that he might recover from this head injury <laughs> that we shot him point blank? Uh, yeah, they they hoisted they hoisted upon. Poor Pankow. Pankow has to carry the movie from and there just on like, in. yeah, Burns has to carry it after De Niro's death. Um, yeah, De Niro goes out like in a torture scene, too. They, they torture him to death. They kill him mm-hmm. on camera, and then they make fun of his death, like the bad guys. I remember Kyle Roden didn't overact at all in that movie. He, uh, that's the thing, too. But he's awesome. They did keep him alive rock and almost till the end. Carl Roden, yeah, he's also good in the movie you like, Hellboy. Running Scared. And Hellboy. Yeah, he's good. He's good. He's good presence. But Oleg Tarkovsky. Remember Oleg? Yeah, he's in Predators. And there's a movie where he gets, is it Bad, is it bad Boys 2? He gets injured? Is that him? He gets cut up? And put in a barrel or something? Yeah. I, I think it is him. Yeah. Oleg. All right. Is that it for you? Yeah, well, I think now we're, let's listen to some voicemails. And now, a selection of your voicemails. The two that we got. So far. And then, uh, you know, yeah, we still got only two. Um, we should we should respond to them. Okay. So, okay. So regarding the voicemails, mm-hmm. the call-in number is 762-499-4802. It's a free call. It's a free call. Is it free? Totally free. So let's listen to a voicemail that Mr. Andrew Hawkins sent in. Hey, this is uh, Hawkins. I'm calling um, about the El Royale. Um, when I uh, uh, bad times with the El Royale, I, I never saw it. Okay, that's our good friend Andrew Hawkins dropping it. <laughs> we miss you, Andrew. Um, it's a friend of yours. Ours. Ours. I know him too. Um, but uh, he's a listener of our old show, I guess, and he wanted to drop some knowledge there about. The movie hasn't seen. Couldn't remember the title even. I, am I he sort of said one night at my Coles, which is smart because that's probably the best thing to say. You know what I forgot to say during the blob thing? Yeah. Kevin and Matt Dillon are an underappreciated Hollywood pair. And Matt, they're both still Matt's, working. Matt's a fucking rock star and he looks great. He's aged like a well, fucking he, he was gold. That, that uh, House of Jack built. Did you see it? No. I never want to see that. I don't like that films. director. I don't like either. Uh, Von Trier? Yeah. That movie's supposed to be a commentary on Von Trier's supposed misogyny. I mean, he is a misogynist, I think, but um, I don't want to see it. It looks pretty awful. I Matt, will watch it. Matt Dillon in the house. Love him. Some people really but like The thing that was, film. there was a book by Jack Ketchum with that name, and I thought it was an adaptation of that, and it's not. It isn't. It's stupid. Are you sure? I'm pretty sure. Jack Ketchum also just recently passed away. What? Is he, did he not die? Oh, maybe. I think he might have. He was great. He wrote a lot. Yeah. He wrote some brutal stuff, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I'd be surprised if he wasn't connected. He was connected to Jack Mustard. Maybe, well, I guess it isn't that uncommon of a title, The House That Jack Built. I mean, Metallica had a song with that name. But um, but I think it was after the But Ketchum. Matt Dillon, 
I just caught him in. Great actor. And one of your favorite performances by him. I watched Something about bit. Mary? Yes. That's his, my favorite. He is actually really He is great the best thing about that movie. You think he so? He is so funny in that movie. He is great. I love Matt Dillon. Like, My Bodyguard was another seminal movie for me when I was a kid. Yeah. Because it was like 1980 or 81. I just remember I, I had the opportunity to see that a lot in the theater when my family had a store in the mall. And that movie was just gold. And that's why I loved Adam Baldwin for as long as I could. As long as I could. Yeah. Until he made it impossible. But, uh, and Chris Makepeace, man, back in the day, Chris Makepeace. Chris Makepeace was famous for a very, very brief window of time. Makepeace in the house. He's got a We're going to be doing name. a Makepeace movie at some point. What are we, some of them, though? Well, we're doing my favorite. At some point, we're going to have to do Vamp. Last Starter? Vamp. La- Vamp? It's one of my Who was in Last Star? It wasn't him. Who no, was, it was Lance Star- Guest. Lance Guest. Can we do a Lance Guest movie? Sure. <laughs> Can we? Yeah. Um, I have another voicemail. Hey, this is Kyle. I uh, really enjoyed the first episode of the podcast. Your y'all's knowledge vastly exceeds my own. Um, but one of the movies that I've seen that I can think of is Sleepers. Uh, and one of my favorite things about that was Boozy Justice Dustin Hoffman. Uh, I think he has a well, he has a couple of great appearances in court, and I think he does a really good job there of uh, of just smelling a whiskey and sounded sounding uh pretty bad uh, so i think that was my moment for sleepers and also uh i remember that the the hot dog cart falling was pretty graphic the way that guy died i was kind of surprised by that um yeah yeah that was that was something so sorry this may not be the best uh voicemail but i really appreciate the episode and look forward to hearing more thanks guys out of the two, I'd say that's the best voicemail. What do yeah. you think? Well, I mean, he, he brought something to the table. Talk a little bit about sleepers. I like you that. You know, man after my own heart. Well, he remembered one thing that we didn't that that uh, that De Niro was uh, that the uh, I'm sorry, Dustin Hoffman was a drunk. I yep. guess so. He was was he sloppy in court? Was he smelling? Uh, he was a goofball. He was a goofball. Yeah, and he was he was. He but was but if I remember correctly, it was all part of an act. It was also part of a shtick. Is that why he did he nap? And is that where the title comes from? Was he falling asleep in court? I don't remember. Oh, fuck, man, we got. I think he had. I think he handled percussion in the uh, just, in the group. Was he at the quartet? <laughs> it's a bunch of sleepers for our lawyers. Um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm glad that I'm just glad to talk about sleepers again. I am too, and I'm glad to pick up upon something that we left let trail off in the last one was this hot dog cart death. He said it was pretty graphic. Now that gives us another clue without having to watch it. How do you think he died graphically? Um, I think it was I think it was the sheer weight of the hot dog cart on him down at the bottom of the steps. So here's what I think happened. All right, he starts to he, he's yeah the, the 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 hot dog cart almost crushes him. He dodges it. Blob jumps off of it. <laughs> Blob's hiding in there. It's a hot blob cart. <laughs> he's a hot blob vendor. <laughs> I'm not afraid of